In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello and welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. And you have been holding it down. Look at you. You you do it all. You're getting married in like Two weeks, right? Ish, two weeks. No, 12 days from today. 12 days from today. Less than that by the time um, this airs. And um, you have just been like killing it, running this podcast while I am gone (laughs) all by yourself with some amazing guests. Um, And I'm just so proud of you. You're just you're like a single mother juggling it all. That you know? you know that TikTok th- song that's like the uh, trend that's going around that's like a single mom who works too hard. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. The kids. That's me. That's, that's me you. right now. What planning your while wedding? You, while you were living in Greece on my dream co-ed bachelorette, and right now everybody's going to Greece, and it wasn't an actual bachelorette. I'm just saying that because it looked like it would be a dream co-ed bachelorette trip. It felt like a bachelorette in a lot of ways. There was a lot of like dancing and drinking and um, <laughs> just fun. It was fun. It was like a great couple's trip. We had a great time, but then it was like relaxing in Santorini. We had such a great time. I feel very lucky and blessed to have gone. Um, obviously, there were some hurdles to jump through to travel at all these days, especially with hurricanes and wildfires <laughs> and COVID tests. But um, very lucky to have had the opportunity to go and had a great time. And I feel ready to get back to this podcast and to wedding planning because it was like really, you know, it's nice to have like you need to step away. Yep. You, you know? need that. You feel refreshed after some time. Wedding planning, it can take it all out of you. So you need a trip or if you can, just some sort of escape to get back into it. So now I'm sure you're raring to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go for podcasts. I'm ready to go for um, <laughs> wedding planning. I got like it's but I didn't. It's funny. I didn't answer any emails really while I was gone. Smart, um, which I've never really done before. I think it was just because the time difference it made it hard. Like and just like there were a lot of act- there was a very activity filled trip. But so I was like sort of forced to do that. And it was so great. Like it's kind of like almost if you're going to go on vacation, like I feel like you should do mm-hmm. that. Otherwise, it's just not. It doesn't really feel like a vacation. Right. I've never actually done that. The only time actually I really didn't answer emails was my bachelorette party, but that's because I was too incoherent to actually answer emails the whole time. Whatever it takes, you know? Yeah, right. Exactly. And I hope, I mean, for your wedding that you will be off the grid for... I need to be. Well, that's actually one of... Not to steal the show away. No, I've, that's my trip update. Let's get to you. You have 12 days... <laughs> 
until how does it feel to have 12 days left when you've been planning this thing for like two years? It's insanity. It doesn't feel real, really. I don't know how to describe the feeling. I do feel for the most part ready. Like I've been the momentum's been going. I've been keeping up all of that. So I'm good on like, I really don't have any huge things that I know of that like I still need to take care of and do, which is a good feeling. Did you get your marriage license or whatever? Yes. Oh, that cool. has been obtained. Mike, that was a, that was a Mike task. And it he did have to dump, jump through some hurdles and stuff, but we, we did what hurdles that. It was for the people at home. Honestly, we need Mike to talk about that because he knows it so much more, uh, more in depth than I do. I know that it was something with we had to physically go in person to Maryland. Right. So we we got it. Oh, you had to go to Maryland. In, okay. Yes. So we got it. We go there all the time, though, like literally once a month, especially for wedding planning stuff. So we got it a couple weeks ago when we were there at the courthouse in Annapolis, like physically got it there. But we got to have the guy at the courthouse up here in Hoboken be our actual like witness to like oh. we had to go together to get it notarized what was I'm guys I apologize I will get all the full information basically we had to go in person to Hoboken the sweet sweet man Jerry at the courthouse was literally our witness so we didn't have to like bring a friend which was kind of nice because I you know we need a witness to get a license yes really places. You know what? We're going to do a whole deep dive episode on okay. marriage. License. We're going to we're going to save this. We don't dispense any false information. Um, I'm sweating. But tell me about the stuff that you do know that happens in the two <laughs> weeks before your wedding. Yes. A lot <laughs> happens in the two weeks. Something that the audience has been warning me about, which is true, I can attest to. There is always something to do in the two in the weeks before your wedding. And it and it is crazy. Like, don't get me wrong. Even though I do feel somewhat ready. I know I, I, I flip flop. I sometimes don't and there's always stuff to be doing so one of the things like i had a panic attack about this past weekend was the day of timeline we're fine tuning it and it's i'm realizing how it is so important to kind of plan that to a t at least for me do you have it like minute by minute or like hour by hour like what not minute by minute, like hour <laughs> by hour, half hour okay half hour by half hour but like do you know what time you're like waking up Yes. Right now, we right now, my hair and makeup people said seven, seven thirty ish is when we'd start. I'm like a psychopath looking at potentially moving that to six thirty a.m. Like starting at your bridesmaids. You want there at six thirty a.m. What time is your is your let's work backwards. (laughs) I assume you work backwards, right? To make this timeline. So your wedding starts at what time? Like your ceremony starts starts at five p.m. The ceremony starts at five. So you have 4.30 on the invitations? No, no. So five is when we have on the invitation. So people have to be like sitting in their seats at five to start the ceremony. I'm pulling up my literal timeline as we speak right now. Are you starting promptly at five? Yes. Starting promptly at five. Okay. So it's not like thought ever tell everyone to get there at five. You start at 5.30. Like you're, you're telling everyone to get there at five. You start at five. Yeah, but now you're making me have anxiety for that. I should have <laughs> <Sorry>. said four thirty. <laughs> well, if you need to start at five fifteen, it's not going to be a big. I'm deal. sure we'll start at yeah, like I'm sure like five oh five or like five ten five. Every wedding starts a little late, except for the one my cousin had a couple months ago that I was running like three minutes late for and I couldn't get in to watch her get married because I was three minutes well, late. That's why I'm not sure. Like, 
I mean, I'm sure your guests are going to, especially if they're listening to this, they're going to get there before <laughs> five. But um, like, I feel like people write like if they write like promptly at five, then, you know, it's like at five. But if you say yeah. like, if you don't say that, then I assume it's like starts a half hour later than that. I have communicated the five start. Like I'm going to, I'm going to write in the word now promptly though. Cause you just reminded me of that. So tip for the <laughs> other listeners, I'm going to like make, I'm going to put on our website. The web, I'm really using the website to communicate things. I have a whole schedule of events. Change there. the website, Nicole to four thirty. promptly. Just, oh, shit. just okay. change it okay. to say four thirty. That's if smart. That's if you smart. want to start at five. Smart, smart girl. Okay. People are always late. Yeah. And traffic that weekend downtown Annapolis, like everybody who I tell that I'm getting. Okay. I'm saying 430. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So basically, yeah. So working backwards from 430, AK5. Um, I mean, we just have, we're trying to get a lot of the photos done. So we have like a block for immediate family photos before we have a block for bridal party photos right before that cake delivery window, which I don't really need to worry about because my planner will do that. Um, from 220 to 315 is our romantic Nicole and Mike romantic portraits. First look. First look right before that. I'm working like backwards now. Mike gets state. Okay, so my planner has it kind of plant like 210. Mike is staged for his first look. At 215 is when we do the first look. Five minutes later, because I told her we don't need to like sit there and stare at each other for like 10 minutes. We'll do the first look. It'll be quick and sweet. Yay. We'll hug and cry, whatever. And then five minutes later is when we'll start the photos. So yeah, basically. Oh, and I'm also doing a first look with my dad and brother. They don't like know it yet. I have to communicate all this to them. I know they're going to be like kind of probably confused, but whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But um, I think it's like a Southern thing to do. And I'm not Southern at all. I don't know. I think your your wedding is like pseudo Southern. Yeah, kind of. And I don't. Yeah, I can't be classified to the North or South. I'm all over. Um, But anyways, so basically I... My bridesmaids, mind you, <clears throat> big bridal party. We have 10 people. My future mother-in-law, mother of the groom is also getting ready, getting her hair and makeup done with us. Um, and then I think my flower girl's now going to pop in. We have a big bridal party getting ready. Where are you getting ready? At the hotel. Okay. They have like a holding room. It's like a conference room, which I'm a little nervous about. The hotel's been great. I don't want to like- Why? What's them. wrong with that? It's a conference room on the like first floor. I it's a long, long story with that. I tried to the suite is fully booked. It's a whole thing. Don't get me started, but <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna be great. Like right. all you need is space. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But I want the lighting to be. I'm having like uh, people bring ring lights for lighting and all this stuff. I it's that my getting ready situation has been like the bane of my existence. Um, but we'll make it work. It'll be good. And the I'm just glad it's all in the same location. So we're not getting ready at another house, having to travel then to the venue. Like mm-hmm. since we are, time moves quickly and we have a huge party. I don't want to have to like wrangle girls left and right. So we're gonna be all getting ready there. The food, the hotel has like food packages that we're gonna do for like, you know, mimosas and breakfasts and all that stuff throughout the day. So that'll all be there. Won't have to worry about that. Coffee will be provided promptly when people arrive. So it'll be nice. I just was realizing though, like this, and I don't, a lot of other listeners might be able to relate to this. We're not all like wedding media content creators. I realize that. However, 
with social media, I realized, I don't know if you saw my panic stories on I did. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So my planner saw them too. And she was like, can we talk? You need to, can you talk to me before like going to Instagram? Before <laughs> but giving information to the public. Right. Right. So basically I was like, I just want to have plenty of time before so I can enjoy the day, like bef- to, ha- to make like the fun TikToks and to, and especially like to make sure my photographer is getting like all of the photos. Like I do want cute getting ready photos. I do want, and our videographer too will be there, but especially just like, I don't know with this new day and age, I was like, I want to make the cheesy getting ready with the bridesmaids, TikTok, whatever that may be. So like, I don't know. I just didn't want to be rushed, not just for the content creation purposes, because my whole audience was like, you need to take off a day for your wedding, like relax. But even just I, the one tip when I posted that story, so many people were DMing me and they were like, if you're, if you're thinking of moving up the timeline, just do it because you can never have too much time on the day of. And if anything, you'll feel rushed. It was like the number one, a lot of brides were like, I regret not having more time because I felt rushed and stressed. If okay. that, that's good to know. Yeah. So for you too, I don't know. You don't have, you don't even have brides. Are you going to have friends get ready with you? I have bridesmaids. Oh, wait, just kidding. Why am I saying? Why? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a lot like of I- bridesmaids. I have like 14 <laughs> bridesmaids. <laughs> Pretty sure I, I have like more 20. bridesmaids than anyone should have. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm pretty sure I've been like telling people. <laughs> well, you've been spreading you've been spreading vicious rumors about me that I don't have bridesmaids. <laughs> no, I'm not having my bridesmaids hold bouquets. That's, That's what it is. No bouquets, but they they exist. Just because <laughs> just because they're not holding bouquets does not mean that they don't exist, Nicole. You're not doing maid of honor, right? No maid of honor. There you go. That's what it was. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> My co-host, she's having bridesmaids. Newsflash. Newsflash. Oh. Everyone's going to be so surprised. I mean, like, where'd you get those bridesmaids? We thought you didn't have any. <laughs> Jordana flipped the script on us. No. So you are. No, it's yeah, good. It's good. Useful info. Yeah. Have them get ready early and leverage like your hair and makeup people. They'll know better than I do about your timeline. But yeah, so that was one of the big things. It's like the day of details are really coming to fruition. One of the things too, that I've been planning and there's a giant pile in my apartment of just things. Cause when you are planning a destination wedding or a domestication wedding. I learned from our not expert on our bonus episode. That's what it's called when you plan a destination in the US. Um, When you are planning that, you have to pack all of the things. So it's the little random things that I'm trying not to forget. So like Like just to rattle off a couple for you guys, steamers, that's key on day up. Your planner is not going to bring them herself. That's a good question. I'll ask her. I've heard you want multiple of them. I okay. I Planner, if you're listening, Sarah, bring <laughs> steamers. But I did right. tell the bridesmaids, just like anybody who has a steamer, just bring it. I don't want us like fighting over one little steamer. Um, so that details pictures, you want the items for those, put them all in one bag together so that your photographer can literally pull items out of the bag and set up a nice detail shot with like your invitations, especially for you and I, if we're being like featured in things the press outlets love details photos. So, um, 
invitations, ring boxes, ask your florist to save some floral clippings for them to like put around that photo. Um, a nice special perfume. If you're like, I'm going to wear one of my mom's Chanel perfumes. And so that I want in some details, photos, just all of those things that go in that. Obviously your invitation suite, a save the date. If you had that, not electronically, if you had a physical one, bring stuff like that for those photos. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little stuff like even a make, um, you can ask your makeup artist, what lip color she's going to use on you. So you can have, so you can buy an extra one of those and have it throughout the night to reapply yourself. The little stuff like that. We'll make a comprehensive list for you guys and share it on the Instagram, whether it's a video format. I love or that. Like so helpful. Instagram list. Yeah. We yeah. could do like a little infographic about stuff to not forget. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? You're feeling stressed. Are you feeling like excited? Both? Both. Stre- I know there will be things that come up. Oh, this was the, this was a big topic. I was realizing I'm going to be staying with my family the week of the wedding, which I got so many DMs from people being like, oh, big mistake. Like people <laughs> rent hotel rooms for like the week prior to their wedding if they're getting married in a different location just to not stay with their families. Um, Mike and I cannot afford to do that. So we'll be staying for free at my sister's. But I think it depends on like your relationship with your family. Like it seems like you go there, you probably stay with your sister a lot, right? I we do all the time. So it's not like oh, you and your sister have this contentious relationship, and you're going to use like the week before your wedding to like hash it all out. Like you guys like right are like close, and I don't. I think it's I understand that if it's like you have like an annoying mother in law or like. Mm you know, you don't get along with your siblings and like, you're going to be in the same house. But I feel like if you, I feel like yours is not, I would do that too. It's like, why, why spend money on that? And when it comes down to it, it'll be fun and stuff. It's more, it's not that I feel like we're going to fight. It's more that I'm going to be so in the zone, have appointments, have to work because I took off Thursday and Friday, but not Monday through Wednesday, like an idiot, but whatever. Um, I'm going to be in the zone and I don't need people getting in my way. If that makes any sense. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. So, um, so yeah, I'm bracing for impact for the week of. I have heard that the week of is just insane. I mean, it's the little stuff that like I have to bring a lot of things to the venue, like the parents' gifts, the bridesmaids' gifts, the groomsmen gifts, the all of the stuff for the day of. I just don't want to forget anything or miss anything, but right. I don't think. I will. If you have a checklist, then that will be helpful, right? Because then you can just cross it off as you pack it and then you'll be good. And half the stuff is already at my sister's because I've been shipping stuff there. Half of it's up here with us. Um, So yeah, we'll be bringing that in a rental car because our car flooded because of Hurricane Henri. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. That's an extra stressful thing to have to deal with. At this point, I'm just like, you know, Thanks, universe. Add it to the list. It's Nothing gonna be can great. stop me Whatever. now. Listen, it yeah. didn't happen on your wedding. So very true. Very true. You're gonna be fine. Um, I'm excited to see it all and um to hear the one week before episode next week to get like yes. all of the details. Um, is there anything else you feel like the audience should know before we get into emails about this time period? One quick thing because I'm being 
physically, not physically, I'm being attacked via DM um, about this because I teased it on the last episode and you all came for me. Last time I teased something and don't actually tell you it, the guest book, it's called After the Tone. Um, It's this cute little small business. I saw a TikTok about it. It is a voicemail guest book where um, basically it's this cute vintage phone and you, instead of writing things in a guest book, guests can pick up the phone at the wedding reception, leave you a quick voicemail and then put it down. And then you get a tape of all or a recording of all your guests messages for you. And it's just really cute. And it functions as a cute decor piece at the wedding. So I'm very excited about it. It's called after the tone. That's so fun. It's like all the people just have their own. Basically, they're they're leaving you with your own little pre-recorded podcast. Yes. You can just listen to. <gasps> maybe we'll play it on the. Oh, no, maybe not. That's kind of an invasion of privacy. But yes, that's a good. <laughs> I just don't know how. I feel like they, the messages are probably more interesting, like to you. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, it'll be like <laughs> we love you, Nicole. Like-, like how many we love you, Nicole's. We're so excited to be here today, celebrating you. I don't know how many yes. we could we as an audience. Maybe like no. we can do like a little clip. Exactly. Exactly. Or if I ever, you we'll know, play the release- whole tape, it'll be an hour and a half, <laughs> <laughs> an hour and a half of Nicole's just, guests, just Nicole's just, drunk guests, just saying they're how excited they are to be there and how happy they you are. Guys for you guys have some exciting episodes to look forward to. Um, yeah, no, I'm super excited for it. I just like it because it's alternative. You don't have to bring a bunch of pens for people to stand there and wait in line and like write. And it's quick and personal. And like, I'm, you know how morbid I am, like with death and stuff. If people like, die in the future which that's an inevitable you have a voice you have their voice captured which is sweet i was thinking about this the other day and maybe you can give me your input have you thought about like how and like when and why you will be like the way you'll be drinking both your rehearsal dinner and your wedding i've been like thinking about that lately and i'm not really sure like what the move is i i feel yeah good question um, very off brand for me, but I have not even been drinking lately at all. As like, like a pre health thing, like kind stay of healthy. Yeah. Okay. And I, I just like, I've, I'm trying to like be really hydrated bitch lately. And I just always like want water. So boring of me to say, but it's the truth. Um, therefore very lightweight when it comes to alcohol, when for the rehearsal, I, I'm I'm doing two drink max rule for me. Okay, that makes sense. I think I would do that too. Yeah, because one, I feel like you don't want to like look like shit because you were drinking the night, like you were like drinking too much the day before. God no. And two, like you want to like not you want to like be lucid for that night. Like you feel like like I feel like two drinks like maybe it'll help you go to sleep. But like, yeah. so you can do you know what I mean? But like not yeah. so much that you're like drunk or like in any way like taking anything away from the actual wedding day yep two three drinks would be perfect for the rehearsal because like you said it'll ease the nerves help you fall asleep you won't be too hungover and then wedding i've heard a lot of brides be like oh i didn't actually start drinking until like my reception until dinner i could see that yeah because you want to remember it you don't and i also want to um alternate with water. water and alcohol like that's a big thing i've heard you totally do. 
Because you want to um, last. I mean, for me anyway, when I drink a lot, I get so tired. So that's my biggest same. fear that I like drink too much. And then I'm like asleep before the after party, um, right. which would be like devastating. But then again, when you're around all your loved ones and friends, you get hyped. And, <laughs> I mean, my friends are my, I know like my, Mike and I's college friends, they're going to be like, drink, drink. like they're going to try to force alcohol down our throats. So we're going to have to be like, no, no, thank you. But, yeah. um, or I was thinking I had this on my trip where it's like, it's cause the act of like drinking with people is fun. You could just get like non-strong drinks. So mm-hmm. you can like, it takes you longer to drink them. So like yeah. you'll be going slower, but still like enjoying drinking with your friends, but it's not like you're having like, I wouldn't take like full shots, but maybe like quarter shots. If everyone's taking a shot and they're like, Oh, Nicole, take a shot. Cause it's your wedding. Blah, 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 and you want to do it. Like tiny. you can take like a tiny little quarter shot. And like, you mm-hmm. still are like drinking with everyone. Like you get, like you said, like getting hyped up with everyone, but you're also like pacing yourself. My friend on my bachelorette brought these little, this is a free ad for Mio energy squirt things. They were so good as like a little chaser. You literally squirt them into like a vodka soda or like a tequila soda with a little bit of liquor in it. If you want to like prolong, like you said, if you don't want to get too drunk and they give you energy and they taste really good. And I might just honestly bring one of those little things and squirt. Oh. Can you share that on the story and with me personally? Because yes. I am like a big drunk sleeper. So I'm trying yeah, to same. stay awake. So I will. That I would like Mio to know energy. That. I want to try us, it. Mio. Is I'm it called Mio? I'll have to look it up. You'll have to I look think it it's up. called that. I'm going to need to um, check that out. I've been taking five hour energies and like, I don't know if they're even doing it for me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> need something stronger. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. 
should we get into our emails of the day, though? Let's do it. Let's uh, do it. Oh, also, obviously, guys, check out our brides merch, betches.co slash brides merch. We know you've been loving it and keep getting it because it's a wedding season. Yes. And we also have really fun couples outfits uh, for you and your significant others to wear for Halloween and holidays coming up. So get ready. They have hilarious sayings on them and just like hats, beanies for fall, all that kind of stuff. And if you're having any Halloween weddings or around Halloween, we have new drink pouches with Halloween sayings that you can use for cocktail hour. And those are always a hit. So go to betches.co slash brides merch. Do it. Okay. Hey, Jane. And just wanted to say, I love the pod and I love you guys. I've been a listener since the first episode, but love to hear from Nicole, especially as I am a fellow DMV girly. I don't know what that means. What is a DMV? Hello, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. Oh, you guys have a, you guys have an acronym. <laughs> like the DMV area. Like, That's... I think it's like the metropolitan area up here is like, right. Like D- Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. Got it. Okay, cool. Um, I just learned something new. I cut right. I'll cut right to the chase. My sister is getting married and doesn't want to dance at the reception. This means no first dance, no father daughter dance. Here's the thing. My sister is very introverted and not a very good dancer, but she still loves to go out, drink and spend quality time with friends. She's more than willing to have a dance floor and DJ for those that want to dance. And normally I would say, fine, do whatever you want. It's your wedding. Here's the issue. Her fiance is very traditional, wants to get married in a church, see her for the first time walking down the aisle. And I know he wants to have a first dance with her to make matters much matters worse. His mother, my sister's mother-in-law can be quite difficult and will definitely want a mother son dance. My mom and I both know she might just torment my sister for years about it by bringing it up over and over again. I brought it up to my sister today, trying to think of creative ways to make her feel less self-conscious while they're dancing alone on the dance floor. So just keeping it short, my boyfriend and I joining them as a cue if she gets too uncomfortable, paying for lessons, doing the father, daughter and mother son dances at the same time. But she's incredibly anxious about it already. And the wedding isn't for another year. What do you guys think? Is it too strange to skip the first dance? Is the torment for years to come from her mother-in-law worth it? Should I just get her drunk beforehand? I would love to hear you guys as I have no idea how to help her resolve this issue issue so she can have the day she deserves. Sincerely, the betch, this betch wants to dance. Okay. What do you think? Well, so first of all, with this one, it's there's two ways to look at it. Like I do. I know we've said this before. The first dance can be like a very intimidating, awkward moment. I'm very nervous for it because it is all eyes on you and you're not used to, you know, essentially performing, even if you're not doing a fully choreographed dance, it's still all eyes on you and you're moving. So it is a lot to handle. It is like an intimate moment that like all of your guests are staring and watching. Right. But on the flip side, it's also the flip side to think about it is it's also traditional. Like most, if most majority of weddings, like do that couples do this at their weddings. Um, So it's not like you're, you know, the only person ever doing this. And then also I didn't realize until I got my dance lesson, which super excited about Maya moves. We love her. She's doing yours too. Excited for you to experience that. Um, But I didn't realize until doing that, it really isn't long at all. Like 
I think it's like a minute. We're do- we are dances up until the first chorus and then done. And then our guests join us on the dance floor for an open dance set where we all party for 15 minutes before dinner and stuff. So it's re- like, so if you want to play this out loud for your sister and like try to convince her, you can tell her like it's really not going to be that long. However, if she is really just like, no, I do not want all eyes on me, there are alternatives to do. I looked up before this, like there, you can have, you know, all of, you can have a lot of people have all married couples or all couples present, join them on the dance floor instead of just them. Um, You could have your bridal party join you on the dance floor instead of just you guys. You could do a champagne toast instead. There are plenty of other like fun alternatives you can do. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I totally agree. I think a good compromise like she, like the her sister suggested is like a very short, like literally you could do like 30 seconds. The two of you start you like swaying literally like mm-hmm. that'll be it. And then like have the have have whoever whoever is directing the, the show be like, all right, everyone else like join them on the the dance floor like literally 30 seconds in um and i really don't think it'd be a big deal but i think you can say all that give her the dance lessons do all of that tell her she doesn't really need to do like a real dance it could just be like holding each other essentially in the middle of the Mm -hmm. dance floor but i think you can also say like listen like like day of um if you really don't if it's really giving you anxiety it's taking away from you enjoying the day just like don't skip it like here like you have it prepared if you want to do it but if you don't feel it in the moment, like it doesn't feel like something that you'll want, then I think it's okay to be like, make it a game time decision. Right. And the one other thing too, that she mentioned is the mother of the groom would really want to really looks like want to do a dance with her son. And that's where it gets tricky. Cause it's t- you, I mean, I'd be very impressed if you can find a way to tell a mother of the groom that she can't dan- have a first dance with her son. Um, well, it's also like she can do that and you can just not right. do it, the dance with your father. Like that's totally fine. That's what I was going to say. Like, I don't think it'll be weird if they do let, if the groom wants to, and the mother of the groom wants to, they can have their dance. And then you, the married couple does an alternative. And then she doesn't have to with her father. I think like anything goes, you it, nobody's yeah, it's gonna wedding. Be like There's no rules, right? No guests are going to be like, wait a second. Where was the father daughter dance? Right. Like, your guests like really at that point are eating dancing ready to drink they have drinks in their hand like and i didn't realize this until planning my own timeline for the reception and working with my vendors to do that i don't i've been to a billion weddings i don't know when things happen and i don't know so if something was missing from a wedding like i I even wouldn't know and i host a wedding podcast literally no one will care the only thing i the only person who i think would care like you said if her fiance is like traditional and he wants to have a first dance then you can work out some sort of compromise with him on that first dance but like if you don't do a father-daughter dance and your dad doesn't care like literally no one is going to notice or care at all exactly they'll probably be happy it's like one less thing they have to like watch yes (laughs) they can get to the actual like party sooner which that's an important thing to do on the day of timeline cut to the party. Exactly. There's a lot of like these little traditions and nuances that you can cut out. Like we decided we're not doing, you know, cake cutting and stuff like an official where everybody stares at us and watches us cut the cake. Cause we're only doing a tiny six inch cake. And Oh yeah. I'm not doing that either. 
It's just, yeah, it's a do lot. It, of like, th- it's the whole thing. It's like, do what you care about. Like, make the, it's your wedding. It's about you. Do whatever like you feel like is going to make mm-hmm. it feels true to yourself. If you care about something, do it. If you don't care about it, like, there's no rules. There's no like law about like wedding traditions. Like, do whatever you want. Right, and it's becoming more popular to not do these traditions. So you're fitting totally. in with the crowd. Yeah, do you? Do you want to do the next one? Read the next one. Yes. Hey, ladies. I'm a longtime fan of the podcast, and I've used many tips and lots of your advice when it came to planning my own wedding. My question for you, ladies, is about an issue that arose after my recent July wedding. The day after our wedding, my husband and I were very excited to go through all of the envelopes that we had received as gifts for our wedding, much like any bride and groom. We took the time to write down who gave us what so when we So then we can see if we were missing any gifts for any guests. As we were thinking about whose names we did not see slash write down, I noticed that one of my really good college friends who came with her boyfriend did not give us a card. This particular friend of mine did something very similar to one of our mutual friends engagement parties three years ago, where she showed up with her boyfriend and they did not give her any type of gift as well. She did give me a gift for my bridal shower. However, I thought it was so strange and borderline rude that they did not give any type of gift for the wedding. I decided to wait to ask her about this until after my honeymoon. The weekend, the weekend my husband and I came back, I texted her how me and hubby were going through our wedding cards and we quote, got a couple that didn't have names on it end quote, and asked if one of them were from her and her boyfriend. We honestly didn't have any cards without names in them, but I thought this was a good way to ask her to see if maybe she just simply forgot the card at home that day. It has been over two weeks now and she still has not responded to that text message at all making it very clear that she didn't have any card at all for my wedding and literally came empty handed. Is this an issue that I should try to bring up again in the future or should I just drop it? Also, just an aside, my husband and I come from Eastern European families and traditionally for weddings, you would only give monetary gifts, like no physical gifts whatsoever, even from a registry. Thanks. And I hope you can help me out with this situation. Okay. This is awkward. Um, if I were her, I would drop it. Like clearly like the friend didn't give her a gift. She's not going to like, what, like, what is it going to make you feel good to like yell at her? And then she gives you a gift. And then you like, now I have to like cash this check from someone who like, didn't really want to give you the gift right. in the first place. Um, I think it's, it's funny. Cause this reminds me of like when on you up podcast, um, a lot of people are like, should I confront the guy that ghosted me? Like yell mm-hmm. at like if I see him or like or should I text him and like tell him how fucked up it was or should I like do that? And the our answer is always like you can do whatever you want if it makes you feel better, but like you're not gonna like teach this person a lesson. And right. also it's funny, like I read like um I was reading in a in a dating book that like They've done studies like people who ghost, they feel really shitty about it. And I'm sure people who don't give a gift, like they feel really weird about it. She already probably feels really weird about it. And like she's going to have to deal with like feeling weird about the fact that she didn't give a gift. And, you know, she doesn't she didn't give a gift like that's punishment enough. Like I get it's annoying to not get a gift from someone. It's it's rude to not give a gift to go to a wedding and not give a gift. But I actually think it might be ruder to like confront someone about not giving you a gift. 
personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I, I respect her. Um, and what's the word for it? Cleverness with the, the, the ask, but I would not have done that even. I'm sorry, girl, you're, we love you. We love you for being a listener, but I, the whole, like <laughs> pretending they had cards without names on them and asking, I wouldn't have yeah. even gone that far. Um, that part cracked me up. But yeah, like you said, it's like you're not going to force them to give you a gift. And and let's say like you did confront her and then she did give you a gift. It's like that that would just make me feel weird even at that point than receiving the gift. Um, I will say like maybe wait because there there is a rule and I think it's like there's like an unofficial rule that you have until a year after the wedding to give the gift, which is what I would have said to her before she confronted the guest. But Mm -hmm. um. The fact that she didn't respond when she said that makes me think that um, maybe she's not planning on giving a gift at all. But yeah. um, that is a that is a thing. And a lot of people don't bring gifts to the wedding or like forget the cards and then like send them after. So I think that right. that's something to consider. But I don't I think she may have she may not have given you a gift. Yeah. But Especially I, if she has a history of not giving gifts. Yeah. And I mean, again, like the point of a gift is to like, show someone that you like it's like a thoughtful way to show someone that you care if you have to ask for it i don't really think it's worth it mm-hmm. like it's not about the money i would assume it's about like the thought and like you know again you don't want to be like a collections agency like where's my gift like you want someone to give a gift because they want to and because they feel like mm-hmm. they feel a connection with you or they want to show you how like happy they like that's the real point of a gift it's not like to get money um (laughs) one question i have that you just made me think of mike and i were dying laughing because we were just like it's so dumb when you and your friends are all getting married around the same time when you like we our wedding's gonna happen and then two weeks later we have two more weddings like subsequently the next couple of money right back yeah like with the friends it's like we're gonna write down what they gave us and basically like give them back the same thing right well that's also another thing for this bride like when if this person marries this boyfriend or if she gets married like you can remember that and like honestly i think it would be like you should still give her a gift because like i think you should still give her a gift because like you're showing because again you're showing that it's that you're not petty and it's not about that for you high road but like yeah. you could, if you wanted to not give her a gift because she didn't give you one, I think like that would be also like, I guess fine, but I would probably give a gift just to show like, Hey, like, I know you don't give gifts, but I do. Yeah. Like when you go, yeah, that's what I was Unspoken. When you go to her wedding, you don't have to like, you know, invest in a nice, amazing gift for her, but I would give her a little something just to, you know, take the higher road. Just- totally. Because again, like that person, like you may think it like they might like they might you might think like oh they're getting away with murder like they're coming to this wedding and not giving me a gift but like they're probably thinking about the fact they didn't give you a gift more than you are and more than like they think about a lot of things like people again like people who ghost think about it and feel bad about it for a while people who like do this i'm sure feel the same way although i haven't read any studies on wedding gift givers um so true though and it's like when it going to a wedding is kind of like I look at it as similar to, to going out to eat. Like if you can't afford, well, I don't know. That's I think you could give a gesture. You know that, like I mean, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, to me, again, it's not about the money. It's about like, oh, here's like something small up your registry to show that like 
I, you know, I don't have a lot of money, but I wanted to like show that I totally care and that like, it's a, it's a, again, it's more of a gesture. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, I just think about it's like, anytime you think you've done something, anytime for me personally, when I'm like paranoid that I've done something rude, I can't stop thinking about it. If it's all think about, and it's just like, it would have been, I would think about it less so much less if I had just done the, the less rude thing. Do you mean like, if you like forget to say hi to someone or you like, forget to say goodbye to someone or you don't or even if i'm debating like the amount of a gift i'm always like Mm -hmm. it will be like it's more of a gift for me to give the gift or to do the 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 nicer thing so that i don't have to think about it right like mike and i have been at the point where we've attended weddings and been like should we give the fifty dollars more or fifty dollars less than what and and i'm like at this point just fucking throwing the 50 like we're not made right. of money. and because then you won't add up because you, you won't think about it if you yeah. do that if you if yeah. you don't then you'll be like thinking about it for a bit of like was that the right move was that not the right move you know it's like should i have tipped more should i have tipped less yeah. like you always have that just anxiety around that and i think it's worse for the person who's doing the snubbing than the person who's like being snubbed right in they a lot say of ways. you can't money can't buy happiness but can buy comfort and peace of mind. And sometimes it's worth that little extra. Like you said, like even in life when you're like tipping extra, like do you tip a little more extra so that you're not thinking about it as much and your peace of mind is more intact? Totally agree. So yeah, I would, I think bottom line, we suggest you let it go to the bride. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't let us know how that turned out, (laughs) because I feel like it will be weird and I want to hear about it. Totally. Okay. Well, let's play some games. What do you think? Should we play some games? Do it. Okay. Now it's time for unpopular opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Some of these opinions might be unpopular, but you know what's really popular? High Noon Hard Seltzer with flavors like pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, grapefruit, peach, lime, mango, and passion fruit. They've got you covered for whatever occasion, be it your batch party, bridal shower, cocktail hour, you name it. Our first opinion for today is the bride should pay for bridesmaids dresses. What do you think? Well, considering my bridesmaids paid for their own, (laughs) I'm going to have to disagree with this. Um, I mean, I think like if you're going to ask them to get a specific bridesmaid's dress, like you're going to say, this is the one you're getting now buy this. I think that a lot of brides we see picking up the cost in that instance, but especially if you're like, hey, you're wearing all tan, just get a variation of this color. You can pick from every any website. Then I think it's a lot more acceptable to just let them pay for it. I totally agree. I think you can get a good bridesmaid's dress now for like very affordable price. Mm-hmm. And like, if as long as you're letting them pick any, you're not saying, oh, you everyone has to buy this $500 dress. Like if you said that, that would be like, you should be paying for that. But if you're just like, get a, get a dress that you like, that feels comfortable and afford and can be affordable as long as it's in this color, like let, I think, I don't think you need to pay. I totally agree with you. I highly recommend too, just like letting them pick the the style or color type that they'll want to wear again because like right now I have texts coming in from my bridesmaids they're like Nicole we're obsessed with our dress I'm wearing this every day after the wedding like I love it so much they they got to like you know get it tailored to their bodies whatever what color black oh 
Great. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. you don't need to pay for black dress. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they'll wear that. My they'll color that. scheme is a lot more annoying and I'm still not paying. So what's you your color scheme again? Now that I know you have, it's like made. shades of, <laughs> it's like shades of like pink and champagne. There's like a palette. I'll show I'll, you guys <gasps> will see it. I'm so excited for your wedding. I can we we need to get mine over with so that we can really focus on yours because yours is going to be amazing. Oh my god, it's I've not. I mean, after hearing yours, I don't have any of like the I don't have any of the social, <laughs> the social people on standby. I need to do a lot more. I'm just going to see every. I'm just going to look at everything you've done and pick which parts I want and use them. Luck, yes, just do that. <laughs> um, Okay. So 83% of our audience disagreed that the bride should have to pay for bridesmaids dresses. So yeah. The next one is wedding hashtags are tacky. Okay. So (laughs) I think wedding hashtags are tacky now. Like I think like wedding hashtags are very like 2019. Mm -hmm. And like, I do think unless you have like a really, really clever one or like very plain, like the last, the whatever your last name is, mm-hmm. I do think they're a little, I, I hate when they're super cheesy. I feel like it's a lot. What do you think? I agree. Let's not do a cheesy one. They, they like, it, it was such a hot thing in 2017 to 2019. I think. I don't think wedding hashtags are tacky, actually. I'm realizing that I kind of wish I did have one and it's kind of too late now. Um, But for logistical purposes, to be able to see all of the photos when you click on the hashtag on Instagram, kind of like uh, curated into one place, I think they're very functional for that. I think that when you go overboard, you have the cheesy hashtag and then it's like, pasted across literally everything, all of your decor and your signage and all that stuff. That's when I'm like, okay, get this hashtag out of my face. So um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I also think these days, like if you click the location, you can usually see like all the pics from there too. So I don't think, I just don't think it's as useful maybe as it used to be. I feel like Instagram has like a little more functionality now. True. The tagged photos, they can yeah. just tag you guys in them and then you can see all the tagged yeah. photos. That's true. I think it could be classy, though, if you have just like a one, you know what I mean? Like the whatever your last name is, like it's cute. But I think like if you're like doing whatever it takes to make some like clever, cheesy hashtag, then like it's that gets a little tacky sometimes. Right, right. Like some people will like stress and lose sleep over what to make the hashtag. And I'm like, OK, then just don't. We are aligned just. With the audience. Yes. Oh, I guess we're we're sort of I don't know. I guess we said sometimes. I guess we said they're not tacky, sometimes tacky. I don't know. We can't really decide. But they said they disagree. 64% of them disagreed that wedding hashtags are tacky. Well, I guess we're in the minority then ish, sort of. Um, okay. Wedding programs are a waste. What do you think? I kind of agree. However, I am doing them. Um, but I, I mean, and they're going to be literally beautiful. I'm excited about them. And they're a good way to like honor deceased loved ones. You guys know I'm very into doing that throughout the wedding. All my uh, deceased loved ones names are going to be on it. There's they, they there's functionalities for them that uh, I like them for, especially with a Catholic wedding when there's a bunch of random like readings and stuff. Um, oh, that makes sense. Oh yeah. yeah. For religious weddings, they're 
really helpful. I've heard like, that's why people do them. But I definitely think it's one of those things that couples always say after the wedding that they could have easily saved budget on and cut out. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, I'm cutting <laughs> the I'm cutting the program because I usually throw it out immediately after. I don't even wait till the end of the reception. I'll usually just toss it as soon as it's done, and like maybe it gives you something to read during it. And yeah, if I had like a church wedding or someone many different parts to it, but my ceremony is gonna be like pretty quick, and like yeah. I don't need to like write everyone's walking down the aisles names. Like it's a small wedding too, so it's like either know them or you don't know them, and you probably should know them if you're like coming all the way to Mexico to see me get married. Um, so. <laughs> True. No That's programs so true. for anyone um, there. I mean, I'm, I'm not doing bridesmaids bouquets. I'm definitely not doing programs. So I, yeah, you're like, I you're like having a more modern wedding in terms of like, you're saving on like things that matter. I'm, I'm having like an efficient wedding uh, ish, yes, a more efficient. efficient wedding in terms of I'm like obsessed with efficiency. So I just can't stand spending on things <laughs> that I know that like no one cares but i mean like i not to say that no one yeah. cares about your programs but you know what i mean like i just like <laughs> no nobody kind of like i have to pay for these fucking stamps to put an envelope in the mail when everyone already knows when my wedding is because i got to save the date via email i'm just like this is so stupid and i <laughs> i'm just laughing because you you're kind of like i'm noticing now like you're obsessed with efficiency at work too like you're the one that will be in a meeting and you'll be like you'll bring up the most efficient way to do something and we're all like oh shit true and so you're, it's funny that you're like carrying that on to your wedding oh thank you nicole everyone loves it <laughs> everyone loves a beautiful efficient wedding that's what everyone wants everyone to say about their wedding that wedding was so <laughs> efficient i'm dead people really are gonna be like, what? <laughs> are gonna really be got like in everything moving really everything efficient moved wedding. very well <laughs> hey how was jordana's wedding um it was really efficient <laughs> right <laughs> no one wants no, so no one want. ever no one wants that at all um no i want it to be beautiful i do want it to be beautiful but i i well, don't like to spend money on things that um i don't care about just because people say you should Right. Well, 75% of the audience agrees that wedding programs are a waste. So guys, save paper, save money, cut out the programs. Yeah. It's just, it's just for the environment, you know, it's just for the environment for me. It's all about that. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But I think this was a great round. That was Unpopular Opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer with 100 calories, gluten-free and no added sugar. High noon is more than a drink. It's a way of life, an attitude, a vibe. Because when the sun's up, there are always good times to be had. Um, I have to say, the like high noon is obviously, like we've talked about this before, it's the drink of the summer. Um, there's mm -hmm. only a few weeks left of summer, and I just want to be anywhere the high noons are at. I know Kristen um, from the Batches team just had her bachelorette, and they were like in, looks like she All had them everywhere. Stories. It just, I feel like it's synonymous with fun. It really is. I decided I'm picking up a giant pack, the new tropical pack. I think I'm going to get for the um, for my rehearsal while we're rehearsing. I'm going to I want a high noon in hand and I don't want all my friends to have a high noon in hand. So I love it really that. does work for any occasion. And it's great because it's like real vodka. It's real juice. It's not like synthetic. And like, I feel mm -hmm. like it's like a step above all the other high the, the other spike seltzers. So it's great. And I think that like, especially for a wedding or a wedding related activity, when you want to like, you know, class things up, go with the high noon. And, Definitely. Yeah. And you can find where to purchase high noon by visiting highnoonspirits.com. 
And that is our episode. Did we solve weddings yet again, Nicole? We did. Everyone's but our own. I know. <laughs> I'm getting anxious. Like I'm feeding off of your anxiety. I'm getting anxious. And like, but I think it's all going to work out for both of us. I just have this feeling yeah. like it is. If I make it down the aisle, then I'm happy. Yes. Love it. All right. <laughs> we will see you next week for Nicole's week before the wedding updates. And we are also having another special guest to talk to you guys all about hair extensions, which I will be getting because I have very thin hair. We get so <laughs> many questions on that. I'm excited. That's going to be great. All right. Till death do us part. Goodbye. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.